Episode 3 Why Love Fades and 5 Ways to Grow Everlasting Love Hey everyone, I'm Madhuri Thakur. Thank you for tuning in to Amplify Life. In this show, we will talk about personal transformation, relationships and life. How would we take responsibility for our own life? How can we grow, accomplish our goals, personal, professional and relationship goals? We will learn how to unstuck ourselves from our limiting beliefs. We would be talking about practical and tangible actions that we can take and implement in our lives. Relationships are important because if your relationships are troubled, then it affects all areas of your life adversely. You may shout at your children without reason. You may withdraw from friends and family. You may be distracted at work. If this is not taken care of in the right time frame, then your relationship may collapse. In today's episode, we will try to find answers to these questions. What happens to love after marriage or after some period of time? Where does love fly? Or why does love fade? Why do you start noticing the flaws in the person you love who was perfect when you fell for him or her? Before we move on, I invite you to get your consultation book for relationship coaching. You can book it for online, offline, telephonic formats. For more details, visit my Facebook page at Amazing You with Madhuri. Mostly the love relationships turn out to be love-hate relationships. I came across a joke on social media about lovebirds turning into angry birds over a period of time. And it's true to some extent. Feeling of love change into drama, hostility, attack or withdrawal of affection in a very short time period. Nobody taught us, neither our parents nor any curriculum. It's just fiction in any form from where we take our relationship coaching or lessons. The majority of people are unable to see the difference between falling in love and living with true love. We fall in love without knowing the purpose of love and it's not our fault. It's natural feeling where you don't have control. It's like nature also insists or conspires for you to be in love. We believe that things will be perfect with the partner and the happily ever after theme of life will be on autopilot mode. But the fact is that there is a need to understand the difference between infatuation and true love. And it takes a lot of understanding and continuous and conscious efforts to make love grow. I'm certain that we all must have felt the feeling of being in love or falling in love. Similar to what you see in the movies or read or listen to in love stories. It indeed is an awesome feeling. You feel as if this whole universe is happy with you or rather for you. You suddenly start thinking that everyone is happy. Even you start to feel the breeze touching you and is happy with you. Birds are happy singing for you. You start appreciating the beauty of nature, flowers and the rain feels romantic. Life becomes vibrant. You're so filled with happiness, sweetness and exuberance that the happiness flows from within you. It's actually a very sweet and beautiful feeling. Even thinking about the person makes you smile and happy. You always talk about that person. You see only the positives. Every action of the person seems special and unique to you. So this is the first stage in love and is also called falling in love stage. It is a scientifically proven fact that we experience a boost or high of feel-good hormones when we are falling in love. 
This stage is also called limerence. According to Wikipedia, limerence is a state of mind which results from a romantic attraction to another person and typically includes obsessive thoughts and fantasies and a desire to form or maintain a relationship with the object of love and have one's feelings reciprocated. Limerence can also be defined as an involuntary state of intense romantic desire, which can also be understood as addiction or obsessive feelings for a person or object. When you fall in love, you are in obsessive love. The feeling of falling in love is actually like a drug. There is no other drug made yet like it. Your body and brain becomes addicted to that person. You feel high the moment you think about that person. The universe has patterns or cycles. So do our habits, behaviors, etc. Similarly, love has patterns too. As the feeling of falling in love takes your feel-good hormones high, then after some time, these hormones come down to normal or fade and relationships get more comfortable. This rush in the feel-good hormones may last for different periods for different people. For some, it lasts for a week, for a month, for a year. Normally, it lasts a maximum of about a year or two. As this drug fades and your hormones come down to normal stage, then you start observing the facts. You may start looking at the flaws, the qualities you fell for are the problems now. As you are more comfortable now, you get to see the person very closely. Here it's important to mention that romantic relationships are like your journey to self-discovery. You will discover the qualities you never knew you had before. Because you and your partner become so close to each other that both of you are like mirrors to each other. The problem starts when you start pointing out the flaws of your partner and ignoring yours. Now we start criticizing, judging, blaming each other. And we start feeling insecurities, which we didn't notice yet. And gradually this becomes painful for you. So does it mean that love is gone? No, not at all. Here we need to understand that now your life, relationship and love is on a turning point. It's the time to be conscious, careful and compassionate. Limerence love is ecstatic but surface level love, which is very easy. Whereas, true love goes deeper. We need to understand that love actually grows in hard times. So when you feel this change, don't conclude that there is something wrong with your relationship or partner or love. This turning point is actually the sign of the possibility of growth. Now, you may ask that when things are going bad, when I am filled with feelings of anger, stress, irritation, and when I repent on my choice, then how can I foresee that there is any possibility of growth? I agree with you here. It does feel bad at that time. But once you make it through, then you will find that your relationship is witnessing a stronger bond and you will be the most important person in your partner's life, making love and relationship grow deeper and stronger. Making it through needs a lot of strength and patience. Once this stage is over, 
then you will be in a beautiful relationship. As your partner realized your behavior when he or she was in bad emotional shape or was not behaving well, but you strongly stood with him or her without complaint. All right, so let's move on to the five practical actions that we can take for ever-growing love. Number one, stop being angry with or blame your partner for not fulfilling your expectations because these are your expectations. You listed them as per your unmet needs from the past or your fantasy about your partner which your partner has no idea about. You let them be human beings. When you put them in a higher position, which is too much to ask for from them, and when they make mistakes, you become disappointed. How can you ask a person to behave the way you want them to behave and also blame them for not behaving the way you wanted them to behave? Isn't it too much pressure on your partner? The solution is compassionate communication lowering your expectations and developing a tendency to let things go for trivial points which needs a lot of patience and wisdom. Avoid taking life too seriously. Number two, we need to learn two extremely important things which are very very empowering concept. Number one, the people around you or your partner will never be 100% your way. And two, the circumstances will never be 100% your way. So the only empowering solution left is you need to work or change or grow yourself and live with the reality that we are different, not right or wrong. We are not against each other. We are for each other or we are not in competition. In fact, We are a team with distinguished qualities and shortcomings. And I hope there is nothing wrong with being different, isn't it? Number three, romantic relationships are so powerful that they take out the best and the worst out of you. This relationship is so close that you are completely vulnerable to each other with all your strengths and flaws. The fear of losing is so high that you start showing traits you never knew of, like you become possessive or jealous, which your partner and you yourself were not aware of. At this stage, many relationships break, and if not broken, then they become apart internally. Now, what should happen? Here we need to understand that love has got the pain along. Pain is inevitable in love because of the unfulfilled needs from the past or present. The unhealed emotions will surely come up and that would be painful. The most important thing is acceptance. When we accept somebody, we need to accept their flaws too. And love is not absolute. No relationship is absolute or perfect. We need to try to make it perfect or the best for us. So accept anger or jealousy or possessiveness as the part of love. We have various communication tools to resolve these issues. Number four, in spite of looking at each other's flaws, both of you need to look at yourself. What are the reasons behind the negative emotions? If you're feeling stuck, 
Here you can take the help of relationship coaches because they are the professionals who can help you understand the psychology behind your emotions or behavior and how to treat it. Going to a coach or a therapist is about being wise and smart and reflects that you value your relationship and want to work on it. Number 5. Start focusing on the positive traits of your partner. It's impossible that your partner has only negative traits. You should not doubt your choice. After all, you love that person. By focusing on positives, you can stay connected to your partner because at this testing time, the connection should not be lost. It should be there especially at this time. When you face the challenges of life together, then love grows or love actually happens. And remember that love grows in tough times and not in good times. It's not only your relationship that grows, but also your personality that grows. Long-term relationships work on a practical approach and not on the fantasies created by us. Romantic compatibility will increase with time and there would be friendship, trust, respect as the relationship gets stronger and beautiful. Alright, so that is all for today's show. The takeaways from this episode are Limerence love is ecstatic but surface level love which is easy whereas true love goes deeper. And the actions we can take for ever-growing love are Number 1. Expectations are to be lower and allow your partner to be simply human and not superhuman. Number 2. Situations and people will never be 100% your way. So we need to work on self-growth or change in ourselves. Number 3. Vulnerability in relationships brings out the good and the bad both out of us and we need to learn to accept both. Number 4. Look at yourself. If you feel stuck, go for a professional help. Number 5. Focus on the positive qualities of your partner to stay connected in hard times. Thank you for being with me. Catch you in the next episode. You can write to me if you want me to take any topic or question of your choice related to personal empowerment, relationships and life in your show Amplify Life. Also, you can book your consultation with me through Facebook. To stay connected, I invite you to come along with me on Instagram at AmazingYou underscore with Madhuri and Facebook at AmazingYou with Madhuri and Twitter at AmazingYou underscore for life. Here four numeral and double Z in all amazing. Don't forget to subscribe, comment and review. See you next week. Till then, keep rocking and shine your brightest.